0: Roll camera, mics up, and action. Live from Australia, streaming around the world. Around the world. The most cinematic podcast of your week awaits. This is Bottomless Popcorn with your host, Morgan Brown.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Bottomless Popcorn. I'm Morgan. Uh, on today's episode, we've got a friend of mine, uh, Josh Nielsen. Uh, Josh is a he's a he's a part-time writer, he's a part-time scaffolder, and he's a part-time radio uh, DJ and presenter. Uh, you've definitely heard of him or you've definitely read something of his if you're from Newcastle, that's for sure. Um but this is a really good episode. I'm really looking forward to it. So let's get straight into it. Please welcome Josh Nielsen to this week's episode of Bottomless Popcorn.
0: Hello, my name is Josh Nielsen. And the last movie that I watched was The Great Step Brothers, one of Will Ferrell's masterpieces. Very Perfect. highbrow.
1: It's an absolute classic. It is. Yes, it's it is. A very art house cinema, that one. It's yeah, great.
0: It's, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a fair reflection of, uh, of my viewing habits, mate. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Josh, we we met
1: each other a couple of years ago. Now we, um, between a mutual friend of ours, the uh, Australian comedian Isaac Butterfield, we filmed a couple of local videos together and have kind of remained friends since. That seems like a pretty accurate <laughs> description of how we know each other. I, I think, think that's us.
0: you've hit the nail on the head, mate. Yeah, you were uh, you were doing some very handy producing work for uh, for Butsy and I back in how long ago was that? Now twenty. I feel like it's 2016 16, or 15, 16, maybe? Maybe. yeah Yeah, yeah. Um, Dickhead's Guide to Newcastle Part 1 and 2. That's correct. Uh, Yeah, so we had a lot of fun there, mate. Yeah, we've stayed in touch since. Obviously, boys have all uh, gone their separate ways. Buttsy probably, fair to say, kicking a few more goals than you and I, but... I think so, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah,
1: mate. So, yeah, all is well. No, very good. That's awesome.
0: Um,
1: So, for today's uh, little podcast, we're going to go to the movies. I don't know. It's probably been a little bit of time since we've all been to the movies with... uh, lockdowns and stuff so let's absolutely go ham here but uh if we're going to the movies what kind of what snacks are you getting from the candy bar what are you gonna what are you gonna pick up on the way through
0: generally go pretty hard if I'm going to the movies as usually I've gone out for dinner beforehand and I'm kind of in for a penny and for a pound kind of guy so sure. I'm, I'm treating myself at dinner and then there's definitely some uh some heavy treating going on at the at the candy bar so definitely I think Maltesers are a uh, are a must Yep, and uh, either crispy or peanut M and M's too. Oh, There'll probably be There's probably a bag. There's probably a bag of each going. Yeah, I'm, I'm a hard chocolate man. Not, not that I don't like lollies and confectionery, but um, but yeah. definitely, uh, definitely a chocolate man. So yeah, that that, that that's me, mate. Probably about forty dollars worth, of whatever they cost. I, had, uh, I
1: did this with someone else the other day and I just wanted to see how you feel about this because I think this is a sign of a sociopath, but mixing the popcorn,
0: the, sorry, mixing the
1: Maltesers Maltesers and popcorn, I have
0: heard about it, I haven't tried it myself personally, I have heard about it but uh, yeah. you're right, I'm, uh, I'm a little bit suspicious on characters like that, just I, keep them separate yeah, If they were meant I to agree. be doing it like that, they'd serve it to you like that I so. think so, and <laughs> they don't
1: offer it that way, so don't change it, you know Don't do it um can you can you remember the first movie you ever saw like at the cinemas great question
0: do you know what my earliest memory i don't know if this is too cliche or not was one of the first star wars movies right. so geez that would be what's the one where it gets stuck in the trash compactor on the ship now I feel like that could be controversial,
1: as I haven't seen all the stuff. Oh, you kidding? So I, I, I wow. actually, I've seen the newer ones because I worked at the movies when they come out, but all those ones before man, they are wow. I, I've not seen. Well, I mean, they yet. came
0: out so long ago too. Yeah,
1: I imagine mid mid to late nineties. Yeah, I, I think
0: made episode four or whatever the first one was that came out i I feel like it was even 89 or something but yeah so it would have been probably the third one of the first lot that came out i reckon and that's so like mid 90s so i want to say um what was that i can't even remember the title of it but yeah it it was definitely one of the early star wars movies because i remember being really scared when he got stuck in the trash compactor right okay yeah
1: very good yeah um can uh, can you? Is there a film you remember more for the experience around seeing it rather than the actual,
0: the actual movie itself? This is really good. These are really great questions because I do. Straight off the bat, I went and saw Eight Mile. Remember Eminem's M&M? Eight Mile? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> and so I believe it was either an MA or it could have been an R-rated movie. And yeah. so I obviously wasn't old enough to go and watch it. Li- mum had given me money, and I'd lied to mum about going to <laughs> obviously what we were seeing so yeah fair chance I was 14 or 15 at the time but
1: yeah obviously just I was, on the cusp of that age
0: difference exactly to to get in yeah and uh, obviously looked old enough to get in but I remember there was a pretty hectic sex scene with Brittany Murphy uh RIP Brittany Murphy and yep. Eminem Marshall Mathers and I remember the guilt because I was like, this is hectic. And I've lied to mum that I'm here. And the guilt completely overshadowed the film. And I remember feeling terrible about it for ages. And I don't know if I ever told my mum what I'd done. But that—that that is a really good question. Because that sticks yeah. out. like That's really, really prominent memory for me. Is okay. the guilt for going to see 8 Mile.
1: Very good. That's yep. a. That's one I, def- I don't think I've revisited that one. I think I've only seen it the once and haven't come back, but I'll have to come watch it and watch it because I don't remember the sex scene or anything like that. Good sex scene. I just scene. remember I remember the throw up in the rap battle and yeah. I think that's about it.
0: There's a really. I can't remember what I was doing, but I went on YouTube. I, can't, I think I might have been with some mates having a beer and I ended up on YouTube getting because the, the final rap battle is like, it's really yeah. good. Like, I guess you're pumped up. But no, I remember what searching for the final rap battle in eight months.
1: This is a good watch and
0: if uh, yeah. isn't the the well, like the the bad guy in Eight Mile is now like
1: it's it's Anthony Mackey who's like now one of the Marvel yeah, like, superheroes, uh, I'm pretty it's, sure. Um, so it's like when Falcon. he first started out. Yeah, it's yeah. the
0: Falcon. You're right. I didn't realize that until you just said it, but it definitely yeah. it's the Falcon. Yeah. That's yeah, hilarious. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: is uh, if a movie is based on a book novel. Uh, comics or anything like that are you are you someone that gets into that kind of stuff like do you read it before you watch it after you see it or you just that's just cool to know when you watch the movie either way
0: yeah I think um I'm pretty I'm not a huge reader I know any I did read a bit when I was younger but I'm not a big reader at the moment Uh, the Harry Potters obviously probably for everyone they were ones that it was like a big thing when we were younger if you'd gone and seen the Harry Potter and everyone was talking about the Harry Potter movies but the kids that had read it Always made a point to say, "Oh, it's so much different in the book," and the like book. really had to say, "Oh, the book's so yeah. much better." or the book's so much different. Um, I'm always really interested when you when you watch a movie to later find out that it's based on a, a novel or something that you didn't like. I, and I'm pretty ignorant in that respect, I suppose as well. But you'll watch something and then you'll hear, "Oh, it was actually it's an adaptation of this," or "It's a, this is it's actually a book." Um, yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm happy to just watch whatever I think. Yeah, for sure.
1: I uh, once got told that. I don't really. Like I like the superhero ones, but I don't read the comics. But uh, even for reading like novels and stuff, I'm not that big on it. But I once got told it's quicker to just watch the movie with subtitles on <laughs> as the solution to reading the book. But I don't think it works the same way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, Who told you that? That's genius. I can't remember. Maybe it was when I first got the job at the movies. So yeah. like, we're about selling the film, not the books. So I just did yeah. to watch it with subtitles. Yeah,
0: very clever. Very clever.
1: Um, we've got a trailer coming up now it's one of the films you picked Um, this was your fourth favourite film I believe it's uh, Snatched
0: what's happening with old sausages Charlie? look at it how am I supposed to run this thing from that? we're going to need a proper office I want a new one Tommy you're going to buy it for me why me? well you know about caravans
1: how's that? You spent a summer in one, which means you know more than me. And I don't want to have my pants pulled down over the price. What's wrong with this one? Oh, nothing, Tommy. It's tip top.
0: It's just I'm not sure about the color. Yeah, it's all erased. you just got to pick it up. There's an address.
1: It's a campsite. You've got 10 grand, and it'd be nice to see change. Set many of them sausages, Charlie? Five minutes, Gertrude. It was two minutes, five minutes ago.
0: Snatch, great, uh, yeah. So, Guy Ritchie movie, uh, big fan. It was, I think it was Snatch, and it was lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. Um, I actually two. just noticed he appears twice in your list of top four. Fans. Yeah, so Snatches. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, have realised that until probably I told you. So there'll probably yeah. be some common themes between my four movies. I don't know if they're that different to one another. In, in, in a lot of ways. But yeah, Snatch, great. So really love the characters. It's one of those ones um, similar to like a few Tarantino movies, I suppose, where you've got a few different stories going on and they all end up crossing paths and um, really big fan of like that kind of gangster kind of underworldy English Cockney. Um, Yeah. There's some really, really fantastic characters in it. Really, really great story um, I think Brad Pitt, Brad Pitts in Snatch is like the, the Irish gypsy boxer. Like he's just fantastic. Yes. Jason Statham's in it. Um, just a just a really fun movie. Uh like yeah, re- really fun. Uh, there's like a Russian Russian gangster in it, Boris the Blade, and just yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Really, really good movie. It is. It is a
1: really good one. I um I just look I was looking up the film this afternoon after you sent me what the list of your films were, and I was looking up some some kind of trivia and facts about him. And I just picked out a couple of random ones that I thought you might find quite interesting. Um, so this is one I didn't notice when I watched it, but nearly every death in the film takes place off screen and you don't actually see it. And I remember that being a really violent movie, but now that I think about it, I can't remember seeing anyone die on screen.
0: It's a really good point. I'm, I'm thinking of, yeah. So I think Boris gets shot off camera by accident. Yeah. Yeah. That. But- yeah, now yeah, I actually never knew that. That's really funny. It's clever, yeah. And I and love, uh, I love these little. This is really good because then the next time you watch <laughs> it, you just get a completely different. This is fantastic, it, right? Yeah, this is um, great.
1: And then, so Guy Ritchie's previous film to this was uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking and Barrels, and a heavily criticised and complaint about that film was that you couldn't understand the really thick English and Irish accents throughout the film. So, as a counter to that criticism. He told Brad Pitt to make his accent as unrecognizable as possible to further annoy those same critics that gave him shit reviews for saying that Lockstar was is, no good because you couldn't understand it.
0: That's brilliant on two <laughs> levels, obviously, to bash it up the critics, but also that's one of the funniest parts of that movie just by itself without knowing this yes. is when he's trying to buy the caravan from, he's like, Do you like dogs? And they're going, <laughs> What? Do you like dogs? um that's brilliant that's fantastic it's really
1: good yeah and uh so another like the last one i'll say about it for you is film's titles are usually somehow referenced in it uh but the film's title is only the only time sorry the title is referenced throughout the movie is uh when Vinny, who's Robbie g's character tells the dog don't snatch in response to the dog swallowing the diamond the diamond that is how (laughs) I guess go. the title of the film comes around, which I thought was pretty cool. Cause I really enjoyed that film too, but I was always a bit like snatched. doesn't really have anything to.
0: Yeah. There was not it. like, they're obviously all trying to pinch something, I suppose, but yeah, you don't, like you say, the, the film's title is always. Yeah. At some time or another, someone says it or someone rattles it off or, but yeah, you don't really see it, but yeah, great, great movie. A lot of fun.
1: It was really clever. Yeah. Um, we'll move on to a couple more questions if you like. So, This one you can probably answer two different ways, if you like. Um, What film do you think has the best uh, soundtrack? So that can be like commercial, like radio music or like original score, like the orchestra music that might play throughout the movie.
0: Yeah, good. I think one of the straight off the top, probably an original score that gets you pumped up. Three hundred comes to mind. There's some of those battle scenes where they're coming like you know the slow motion and they're going through the rain and there's some like really hard kind of heavy rock and like opera kind of mash up. That sort of one that springs to mind. There's a few. There's a few movies. I'm just trying to think something there's a few that I've seen lately that are like really, really good soundtracks, you know, where there's like something will play in yep. between a scene. Um, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head, but de- definitely 300 for like an original score that just, get, I love all that hard rock and kind of heavy stuff. So that's one that definitely, um yeah, definitely sticks out for me. For sure. Very good. Um,
1: Another one you could probably answer either way. So what do you think is the best looking film? So that could be like, the camera moves really nicely throughout it or everything within the frame
0: is really nice. Like the costumes, the locations, the set, that kind of thing. There's one thing I really like Shaun of the Dead might sound like a funny one. And it's a lot of those movies that Nick Frost and and Simon Pegg did. They have those scenes where it's kind of in between a scene and they say they like, they make the decision that they're going to the pub or that they're going to get their day started. And there's like the really quick cutaways where it'll be like fridge opening um, like stirring the tea. There's like a big scrape on the toast with the butter. It's like one, two, three, four, and then they're out. And it's just those yep. little little bits. Or they're going, they're at the pub. I think it's in um, Hot Fuzz. And it's just before one of the guys gets murdered. But it's the bit where he leaves the pub and gets home. And it's like, I think he's like key in the door, Piss all over the seat, grabs himself <laughs> another beer, and then hits the couch, and it just goes bang, 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 and then it's yeah. on to the next scene. So those totally, kind probably, of like yeah. transition-y kind of things, uh, really, yeah. really like them. Again, like they're a lot of fun. They're yeah. not like super crucial or anything, but they just kind of get you from one place to another, like really quickly. Speed I, I like up the those. Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah again, I like that. Yeah,
1: they get referred to. I um, someone told me this the other day. Doing this, they get referred to as the Cornetto trilogy. Uh, Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, and The World's End. Well, yeah, World's End, yeah. At some point in each of those films, Nick Frost eats one of the three flavoured Cornettos, mint, strawberry, and original.
0: I can only think but of the... one. Yeah, there's one. There's a scene in... It's in it's in Shaun of the Dead, and he says, do you want anything from the shop? And he just goes, Cornetto. Yes. And I can't think of... Oh, Hot Fuzz, yeah, no, he's eaten one when he's a, oh. a copper. He's on the beat. Yeah. And then so I can't... Yeah,
1: the, yeah. the um the cornetto too is also reflective of the type of film it's in so in hot fuzz he's eating a blue one representing the police yeah Shaun of the dead the strawberry for the blood and then in the <laughs> world's end he's got the mint one but i'm not the sure green. what green well, the aliens with,
0: green aliens i suppose blood.
1: yeah maybe yeah that which is... i just thought was such a really clever detail to like layer across three totally separate movies like this just.
0: i love those little easter eggs like that i love i always find myself on youtube um it, like when the latest lot of avengers films came out and just the because there's so much stuff i miss and obviously if you, you know things like that you've got to know what you're looking for little things like that i love because it's just it's almost it seems like a lot of effort for not much payoff, but if yeah. you're someone like us that likes that sort of stuff, then it's it's fantastic. It's worth it, absolutely, yeah, definitely,
1: yeah. definitely. Very good. Uh,
0: what what is the funniest film that you think you've ever seen? Oh, great question! Funniest film? I remember when I was younger, <coughs> the first Anchorman when it came out. That was like ammunition for days. Like you'd be at school, wasn't it? Just yeah. rattling off Anchorman quotes, and you'd all be absolutely creased over. Um, yep. the first, definitely the first Anchorman, uh, Talladega Nights, more Will yep. Ferrell. I think Talladega Nights is absolutely hilarious. Just some of the one liners <laughs> and like the southern accent and John C. Riley. Like, they're those two together are just, um, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I'd probably say the first time seeing either of those two movies, yeah, hilarious. No, it's great. I agree. Uh,
1: what about what about the saddest film? The opposite end of the spectrum. What do you think that is? Saddest film.
0: I remember, I remember being quite upset at Marley and Me when this, uh, anyone s- where the
1: animals die seems to be quite popular as the yeah, answer to this question, and
0: I think I agree. Yeah, yeah, Marley and Me made me sad. Amer- parts of American history X made me sad just because of how sure. violent and stuff they were. That, but like, that's not like sad, sad. That's just like, yeah, that's part of that movie. where I was just like, holy shit. Uh, yeah. But yeah, off the top of my head, I reckon Marley and Me probably. Probably the sad one of the sadder ones. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, I agree. I think um I
1: think it was Dixon did this the other day. And she was the same. And she goes, Oh, now I think about this, this is I don't know why I Wilson did that movie, because oh, we're, we're only going to get sad by the end of it. It was clearly the life of a dog, not
0: the owners. So Exactly. I
1: was <clears throat> I was, yep, I agree. Um, all right, we'll jump onto another another movie trailer for you now, and it's uh, Rock and Roller. Now you sort this out. Get that painting back, bring me a body because i'm
0: going back to bed
1: bandy you ever ask a stupid question like that again you see danny there he's gonna slap you i'm sorry arch i was i was just trying to use initiative danny slap him
0: with the right danny properly no 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 come on do it properly with the back of the right hand. What well, is this a tennis match, Arch? Slap him.
1: Oh. Oh, fuck. Like this.
0: Yeah, I watched Rock and Roller uh, again the other night for the first time in a long time. Again, a lot of the, like a lot of the stuff I love about this movie is a lot of what I loved about Snatch. You've just got this great kind of interwinding stories. The the underworld crime... I just love that kind of... You've got the really heavy British underworld crime figures. You've got the Russians coming in. They don't like how they do a business with each other. Then you've got, you know, the junkie son. And then all these paths kind of cross. And you've got that picture. You know, the picture changes hands a few times. And you've just got all these stories that kind of um, weave together and really, really funny. Then you've got, again, like more great characters. Tom Hardy's the... You know, the hard, well, I can't remember his name, but Handsome Bob, I think Handsome Bob, yep. and he's a really hard man that comes out as gay, and they're all you know shocked, or well, apparently, and you know, yeah, yeah re- really really fun movie again, um, and then a good, I like the way it ended because you know the bad guy got a you know got what he deserved and. Yeah, I I was I was hanging over as soon as I watched it, I started Googling when they're gonna make the next one because obviously and it it came
1: out in like 2008 and it is just
0: like yeah, and and they teed it up at the end. They said, you know, the the Wild Boys. It's like the first credit of the credits is saying, Well, there's a sequel coming. The the Wild Boys will all be back. And I I Googled, I was like, Fuck, did I miss it? Like, did it come out and but you know, there's some big names in it, like you know, Tom Hardy's in it and Idris Elba's in it. Um, you know, so I'm probably hard to get all those blokes on the same. Schedule, but Superman, yeah, would love would yeah. love to see another rock and roller movie because be thoroughly thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoyed that one. Um,
1: Christopher Nolan, the director of like uh, the Batman films in Inception, said that seeing Tom Hardy's performance in this film was what made him decide to cast him in films like Inception and The Dark Knight Rises. You're kidding? Thing, which I think is pretty cool. And then I was like, does it? But in 2008, so it is before all of those films.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting because the the character that he plays is. Very, it's so different. Like the opposite so, of all those. Exactly, yeah. It's so different, but yeah. he's, uh, Tom Hardy's the man. He's the man.
1: Definitely. Uh, Jason Statham turned down a role in the film to go and make a film called Death Race that also came out in 2008 that I don't think I've seen. But I it doesn't say what role he turned down. I imagine it's probably the Gerard Butler role. I was about to
0: say, I reckon it would have definitely been Gerard Butler's role. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, for um, sure. That's interesting. Yeah, right. Yeah, I thought Gerard Butler was very good in it. I like his... Yeah, yeah he, he's really good in that. Um, there's two characters whose names
1: are uh, references to characters in other movies. So the character, Handsome Bob, is uh, supposedly a reference to Jason Statham, who plays Handsome Rob in The Italian Job. And then... Uh, the character of Fred the Head is similar to Doug the Head in Richie's previous film Snatch. Yeah, in Snatch, there Charles you like, go. He's all over it. He's just, yeah. This is... <laughs> and it seems to be the English guys. We were just talking about the Cornetto trilogy, and now Guy ritchie has got this British gangster one that now I'm reading this makes me think that he's probably got these underlying movie to movie things too, not just the individual stories per movie. But I love it. Like you say, it's no, there's no,
0: like you, you would never notice that. But yeah, it's it's funny. Like Once you hear it, you go, oh, I really like that. I really like those sort of common themes that run between them. It's good. Absolutely. Um,
1: I'll move on to some more questions now. Do you, if, so these usually happen at a specific time of year, but if films are getting like awards buzz or winning awards, does that have any reflection of you? Like, do you chase out those films? Are you like, oh, these must be quality if they're winning awards? No, I personally no. think there's a massive disconnect and it's... It's not quite the film I don't think I usually go for, but yeah, yeah, I know some I,
0: people do. I'd be inclined to agree with you there, mate. And like oh, again, I, I probably don't pay a great deal of attention to what's winning awards and what's not. Uh, I yeah. think if I'm yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, like the last time I was excited to go and say a movie was it was Avengers Endgame and it was because I'd obviously seen the previous one and like everyone else was just hanging I was like fuck what's gonna happen and mm. I think that was a yeah and obviously that did obviously incredibly well like commercially can you, and can stuff, you but-
1: imagine if um if Infinity War had to come out in 2019 and Endgame was to come out in 2020
0: and like what what a fucking shit fight that would have been! What would that? Because I mean, it did end up as second highest grossing. It's still behind Avatar, I think, for grossing. I think so, yeah. But it wouldn't have. It would have been a disaster, wouldn't it? <laughs> like, Mental, yeah. Like, and the
1: investment that, like, the, they would have put it, like, the dollars they would have put into that, like crazy uprooted by this like it, I, I it wouldn't have come out yet for sure no, sure they, they would have they, they
0: would have they, you're right they, they, they would have spent too much money to and to risk it yeah tanking what what's the go like you'd have a better idea of this than i would now that obviously you can't go to the movies and then people like studios are just generally releasing things now straight to like you can just stream them from amazon or whatever yeah. is that Sure, like, they're not making as much money now. Are they? Like, that's going to... I uh, can't I, imagine or a, so. Or because are people are still those, streaming them?
1: Yeah. yeah. I, no, I, I'm, I'm honestly not sure because the streaming thing seems to be heaps different to the cinemas because cinemas... You know how like we were just saying then, like, Avatar... Oh, sorry, Avengers Endgame is, like, the second highest-grossing movie of all time. If a movie's made by Netflix and put onto Netflix, they don't sell tickets to it. They only exactly. sell subscriptions. So I don't know how they measure... How successful it is, unless it's by people viewing it. But I don't understand, or as far as I can tell, there's no thing online about like how it makes
0: money per viewing. Yeah, so like like, stuff like that. Yeah, so like I know I know that you could go on if it's Amazon or whatever, and you can purchase the movie. Like you could buy, like you could buy it and watch it, and then surely not there would be nowhere near as many people doing that as actually going to the movies. But I don't know. Like yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Yeah, it's a.
1: it's weird. I've thought about it too, because I actually I really don't understand how it works. But then because of what's happened in the past few years, some of them, I guess they just they the studios, whoever own them, need to turn a profit. So they've sold them yeah. onto those platforms just to yeah. get rid of them and have recouped some of that financial loss, I guess. For sure. But, yeah, that makes sense. But I actually really don't know. And it it's kind of weird because I someone else I was talking to about this the other day, I was saying how. I think it's really bizarre that, so to you and I, who are not financially invested in Avengers Endgame, why do we care or celebrate that it is the highest grossing film of all time? Like that doesn't mean anything to you or I.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. I suppose it's sort of, it's it's almost like a, just, like a justification to yourself maybe because I like that yeah. movie and it's doing well. So I'm justified in liking that movie. Like is yeah, that, I guess, maybe, yeah, I don't yeah. know, is that?
1: Maybe, like, yeah.
0: Not, not, not probably a, a deliberate thought or anything like that, but you kind of go like, Oh, I love that movie. And look, it's second like actually it's really funny because we were doing Zoom trivia the other night with my partners, friends, and and one of the questions was what's the highest grossing movie of all time? I still I thought it was Avengers Endgame. And yeah. part of me when he said no, no, it's Avatar, I was like, Oh fuck. I was like, part of me was disappointed yeah. that it wasn't Endgame yeah. because okay. I love that movie so much. But that's sure. probably something to do with You're Like, oh, I want that to be yeah. number one because I really like it. So
1: it's probably and I think. I think for a time it actually was 1 but it has been beaten by Avatar because when no one was putting out new films in the pandemic Avatar was re-released oh you're kidding and sold more tickets again you're kidding. Where like where places were open so I think it's like a very fine yeah it line is it's only like 1 and 2 yeah like it's not a,
0: much it is I was looking at it the other day it's not much at all but that's hilarious I didn't know that that's yeah. very funny very crafty It is. it's it's clever I guess um, yeah
1: What's a, what's a film you've seen that you really loved maybe when you were younger or, or even recently that you watched, you know, this is fantastic rewatched it. And you're like,
0: actually, that's not, that's not that great. Um, probably not, probably not going to be the answer you're looking for. Um, I watched, so I've seen pineapple express a few times, which yeah. I think is like a, a really good film. Um. Yeah. I got high once, I got stoned <laughs> once and watched Pineapple Express and thought this is completely, di- I had a completely different appreciation <laughs> because obviously they were obviously blitzed out of their brains when they were making it and it was almost as though I understood the movie for how it was meant to be. Like I was like, I had this, like I was very high and I was like, Oh my god, I get it! Like I get Pineapple Express now. I had this whole. Yeah. It was really, it was really bizarre, <laughs> and I remember sitting there going like, nah, like this is it? Like this is yeah. this is." It wasn't what they funny
1: meant. to you. It was a proper like uh, crime caper. Yeah, and generally. I was like, and there was all away. these
0: like like little things that I hadn't noticed before. And I was like, "Oh, that's why they did that." Oh, okay. And I had this completely different appreciation for it. So probably not. Like yeah, that, that's the only kind of time I can remember watching a movie and having two really different experiences of it, like watching the yeah. same movie. But obviously, I was high on marijuana the second time, yeah. so I probably, <laughs> probably played it. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that
1: isn't the answer I expected for that one, but it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, That film, though, that's probably one of my favourite like comedy films. But that three-way fight scene in <laughs> Red's house, I could easily just pull up on YouTube to watch at any point and laugh at it just as hard as I saw it, as I did the first time I watched it, particularly at the end when they're taping him up and they're putting like tape from his hair to his shoulder. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> and they've got him in the chair. He's, I'm going to flex and break out of it. <laughs> You've just reminded me actually of a, a film with a really good soundtrack. I know that was a few questions yep. ago, but um, this uh, is it, this is the end. That Rogan and okay, Frank yeah, and yeah. everyone did. There's a few, yeah. there's a few, I can't remember the names of the songs, but there's a few scenes in that where there's some like really good like hip hop, and you're just like, yeah, okay, this is yeah. this is very yeah, that cool. is a good one. Very, very I agree. cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, what what film would you say maybe surprised you the most? Like you you went in with no expectation seeing it and came out going, I'm actually really glad I, I've seen that now.
0: Casino Royale.
1: Somebody told... Oh James me, Bond, yeah.
0: Yeah, and it was. I, I did have expectations, but they were set really low because someone told me it was shit. I can't remember who it was, but someone had said, like, it's it's one of the worst Bond movies ever. And I was like, surely not. And I remember going to see it being like, what the, this is fucking great. Like, and really, yeah. like, the, all the Daniel Craig, like, I um, obviously think we're probably a little bit biased because he's been our james bond but i think daniel craig's the best james bond by a country mile obviously the movie's just got so much more investment than the yeah. earlier ones and stuff but yeah definitely i can remember clearly going to see cinema real like oh I can't believe this is going to be shit but still going to see it anyway and coming out of it going like that was awesome yeah, a really really, really yeah. good movie but it was because yeah. someone had told me it was shit so i'd set the bar yeah probably quite low for sure
1: that um we're still waiting for No Time to Die at this point, which is the new James Bond that it was supposed to come out in April last year.
0: Yeah. And I'm pretty and sure
1: it's like pushed to November in Australia Are they finished? This is it year. is
0: it are they finished filming and everything?
1: Like is it done? It's been, yeah. it's been finished for yeah. about, over a year, I guess. And
0: so they're obviously waiting till they can get bums on seats because obviously I they would have so. spent a shitload making that movie.
1: Absolutely. Because yeah. it's supposed to be his last um effort as the character i guess okay yeah and it's just been held but apparently like however much it cost to make it had an initial release date that it was marketed for in april 2020 it shifted to the end of 2020 but it still wasn't a good enough time to come out so it shifted again so it's been marketed three times i was and it's got like a production and marketing budget that's combined of somewhere around 800 million dollars, and is Christ. yet to be seen by someone and sell a ticket like so i don't think it can move again because if it moves again it needs to make a billion dollars to be that profitable is like,
0: ridiculous
1: that's it's just
0: it blows my mind i'm all, and i'm so intrigued i did a course at uni that was to do with like film and politics and I, i'm always so intrigued like these Monster, but like that's an insane amount of money to spend making a movie. Like, yeah. obviously, these movies have like cultural impact and they tell a story and stuff, but like to what extent it influences it's, people, I don't know. But that is an unbelievable amount of money to spend on a film. It's, it's insane, yeah, yeah. It's uh, uh, but I'm okay. glad they do because they're always very good. Um, can you
1: tell me a film that you really like you've just seen the once but you probably won't watch again?
0: Ooh. That's a good one. Just seen the ones. Fuck, do you know what? I watched White Chicks for the first time the other night. Have really? never seen White Chicks yet. And yeah. obviously very... Uh...
1: Yeah, yeah. That's really quotable too. I for sure thought you would have seen that. Yeah.
0: Yes, Watched it for like uh, two two nights ago. My missus put it on before we went yeah. to bed. And I was like, oh, you know, I don't think I've ever seen White Chicks. And I sat and watched it. And yeah, hilarious. Very, very funny. Yeah. Uh, and like really interesting watching it now. The idea like the idea of two black dudes dressing up as white women it's like a hilarious like I was going, I was sitting there yeah. watching it the whole time going the premise of this is fucking just hilarious by itself the yeah. Wayans brothers are very very funny and then it was also funny watching it because there's a lot of the characters that were in like the first scary movie do you remember yeah. watching scary yeah. movie? There was it's, a then, it's, of-
1: their, it's their brother, I think, because made all those too, right? Of
0: course, like, yeah. So yeah. there was a lot of the guys like, oh, you're in Scary Movie, you're in Scary. So that was like funny watching that as well. But yeah, and you know what? I don't think I'll watch it again. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't think I need to see White Chicks again, but it was good.
1: Yeah. No, I that that is a good one. I I for sure thought that would have been one of your... Yeah, there was chi- a few. For sure. ...like
0: White Chicks, I didn't see... The first American Pie till well after it was cool, like till everyone yeah. stopped talking about American Pie. I think the first American Pie I watched was like The Wedding. I think that was okay. like the, the first yeah. one that I saw. So yeah, a lot of those, I don't know. Yeah, a lot of those ones I didn't see, but yeah. I did see a few of the classics.
1: Very good. Um, what about like animated films? Do you have a particular favorite animated one? I don't
0: think I've seen too many animated films off the top of my head, like fully animated, like not like Avengers, like CGI, yeah, you
1: know, like the Pixar ones and yeah, like Shrek okay.
0: and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. I remember I really loved Ants. Remember the film Ants? Yep. Yeah, yep. Ants was Ants was good. Um, also loved was it Toy Soldiers? Is that was it called Toy Soldiers? Small Soldiers. Small Soldiers. Is that what yeah. you're talking about? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Small Soldiers. I remember. Yeah. yeah, really loved that when I was younger. I had all the. I'm pretty sure that was the first thing I saw at the movies. Yeah I think, right
1: which yeah. I, I'm so surprised that it was because I for the longest time thought it was um, the Santa Claus with, like the Tim Allen
0: movie. Yeah okay but That came yeah.
1: out they came out the year I was born, so it cannot you, have been
0: you had, may have you may have gone yeah, have a very good potentially memory.
1: yeah <laughs> um, All right, we'll move on. We'll go to your third and your final uh trailer which is inglorious bastards if you want to win the war tonight we have to make
0: a deal what kind of deal
1: what kind you wouldn't have the authority to make however i'm sure this mission of yours has a commanding officer a general mm, i'm betting for OSS would be my guess. Ooh, that's a bingo. Is that the way you say it? That's a bingo? You just say bingo.
0: Bingo, how fun. Bastards, so like a classic Tarantino movie, goes fucking ages, so long. Uh, Love, so much I love about this movie. It's just a good revenge film, like proper. I just I like I love what Tarantino does when he just kind of rewrites history a little bit. Yeah, uh, Brad Pitt again. Brad Pitt's been in a couple of my movies as well, actually. Brad Pitt, great character. Is it Lieutenant Aldo Rein? And yeah. uh, there's a there's a few. Christoph Waltz is the sicko in it. He's so good. Great. The costumes, like again, like what they spend making these movies to to look and feel the way they do is just like it's ridiculous the yeah it's it's a it's a really really great i just i love that revengey kind of the bad guys get with He gets fucked over so hard at the end you know he yeah. thinks he's made this deal and he, he, hitler gets his face shot off and it's just it's uh, i really love that idea of like being able to rewrite history a history, bit like that and yeah. tarantino does it in a it, uh, you know he did it recently in uh, once, upon once upon a time in a time. hollywood as well yeah. and just those kind of you get these atrocities yeah. these you know terrible things and terrible terrible people and being able to give them what they should have got uh exactly. i really like that i really like that and yeah some like some really really good characters and uh yeah just a, a really really good and a fun movie obviously there's some heavy stuff in it but a lot of fun sure
1: that's really good i uh this afternoon i i, as I was saying i looked up some stuff about all of those films these will be good because tarantino's and, uh, a, a master are. at
0: this stuff yeah
1: and so i i saw this at the movies and i i didn't even notice it, even when I looked it up. I guess when I typed it, it autocorrects. But the film's title is "Inglorious Bass Turds, T-E-R-D-S.
0: Like poos.
1: Yes. And I was like, oh, I didn't, I did never notice that, right? So there's a piece here where it's, uh, he couldn't turn you, got asked about it. And I'm pretty sure it says it was on, it was on Rove Live. So it must've been when he was in Australia to promote the film. He said, here's the the thing, I'm I'm never going to explain it. It's just a little artistic flourish. But then someone else brought this up in a different interview and showed him the posters they made for the film. So when the film came out, it had character posters that were put up all throughout the world when they were promoting it, right? And it was each character from the film, and it would be like Brad Pitt is a bastard, spelt B-A-S-T-E-R-D. Yeah. Yeah. so that was, everyone thinks that is the reason why he did it. So he could just pretty much call everyone a piece of shit on their their poster for the yeah, film. Yeah, so <laughs> it was just
0: like a fun way to just say, Brad Pitt's yeah. all his mates are bastards. <laughs> I like it.
1: <laughs> Which I thought was great. Yeah, um, very good. For, um, for a film that is American or an English film, roughly only 30% is spoken in English. It's heavily yeah. totally subtitled in German, French, and a little bit of um
0: Italian, I'm pretty yep. sure as well. Correct, Bongiorno. Yeah, which are, <laughs>
1: how crazy is that? Like, yeah. I remember there being a lot of because the the beginning of the film is in German or French. I it think. is that interrogation scene. Like, wow, wow, that's crazy.
0: There's obviously some subtleties, and this is Tarantino again. So, a, a really good mate of mine, Dad, was a detective, like a, a high-ranking detective around here in Newcastle for a lot of years, and I remember talking to him about the movie. It must have been around when it came out. And there's obviously stuff that normal people wouldn't pick up on in that scene. That he said, he goes, that is one of the best interrogation scenes I've ever seen. So there's obviously, and again, like you or I probably missed a lot of it, but there's obviously some subtleties in the way that conversation goes down and the little things that he does, whether it's his pipe or whatever he's doing in that scene. The, yeah, from from an ex-copper, he said that is one of the best interrogation scenes you'll ever yeah. see. So there's little things like that, and I, I wish I'd have picked his brains more because I'd be interested to see what it is. Yeah. But yeah, that's the, that's the like tech- him
1: observing that there's people hidden under the the into
0: the basement, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that scene is crazy. There, yeah. yeah, yeah, but there's As- obviously little bits where he's sort of asking him questions, and he gets the glass of milk, and he loads his pipe, and. He asked, him, he asked him and there's all those little things that are obviously, yeah, it's, it's uh, and again, it's just Tarantino, He's uh, yeah. he loves his details, so very good.
1: That's, that is really cool. Um, this one shocked me to read. And uh, this is the last one I got for this one too. Leonardo DiCaprio was the first choice uh, for Colonel Hans Lander, um, Hans Lander, sorry. And Quentin Tarantino decided that it would be better portrayed by a German speaking actor, and promised that they'd work together later and he later cast Leo in Django Unchained.
0: Yeah, right.
1: But I cannot imagine anyone other than Christoph Waltz doing that. No. No, nah,
0: nah. he's uh yeah, that's yeah, that w- wouldn't have made I'm glad they didn't go with yeah, DiCaprio's yeah. fantastic and very good in Django Unchained as well. He plays yeah. us. I always might like when someone plays a a bad bloke, like a really bad bloke that well. I'm always going like, are you actually a fucking asshole? Like, cause like yeah. he, in in Django, he's a monster and he's a very, very convincing bad guy. And I'm like, yeah. are you actually a bad dude? Or like part of you about, or he's obviously just a very talented actor, but yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. Yeah, you, you couldn't see anyone else other than Christoph Waltz playing playing that guy. That For was be sure. bizarre. No, that was good.
1: Uh, all right, I'll move on. I've got a couple more and then we'll jump into your feature film um who plays josh bluey nielsen in the biopic josh bluey nielsen
0: <laughs> great question. i thought
1: about this for you in case you didn't have one but i want to
0: i am interested in who you think it is ron a young ron jeremy i think ron He's jeremy got, yeah yeah wow. yeah no, is, no right is ron jeremy the porn star yes no i'm thinking of um, ron uh, ron howard Sorry. ron howard okay i was just thinking of someone i was just trying yeah <laughs> genuine wow. mistake Okay. Uh, no, I was thinking. I was just trying to think of someone with red hair. Ron Howard. Okay. Um, uh, maybe Ron Howard. Maybe no. Do you know what? Better one. Chuck Norris. Young Chuck. Okay. Norris. Chuck Norris. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you got red hair, so yeah, Chuck
1: sure. Norris for sure. I uh, I don't know why. Then your answers make mine seem so bizarre. But I went <laughs> Sacha Baron Cohen for some reason. But <laughs> but yeah, no, I agree. Ron Jeremy is where you go for sure. Ron yeah. Jeremy. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's. I want the. I couldn't, I couldn't uh, have picked it. If it's Sasha Baron Khan, I want the Ali G. I want, I yes, want Ali sure. G, Sasha Baron Khan. Yeah. Cohen, <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, who is your favorite
0: character from a film? Favorite character from a film? Very good question. I love. Oh, that's good. DiCaprio in Wolf of Wall Street when he plays Jordan Belfort. Jordan Belfort. A lot of fun, yeah. but he's a, he's a wanker too. Yeah. But like, he's just like, he's a pig. I think that's very funny. It's funny to watch. I love, you know, I love Seth Rogan. I love like a lot of stuff that Seth Rogan does. Um, Seth Rogan in Pineapple Express, very funny. Uh, I'm trying to think of a, another one that I watched recently with him in it. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't really know. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's a tough one. Okay. No, I like uh, favorite.
1: I'll jump on. Do you have a favorite film uh, maker?
0: If like someone making. makes a
1: film, you're probably going to go see it no matter what. Ga- yeah, got Guy Ritchie for sure.
0: Like yeah. any if, yeah, any anything that Guy Ritchie does and Nolan, Christopher Nolan. Um, yeah, just you've got to you've got to commit, obviously, to those ones. Like, especially yep. some of his recent works, you've really got to buy into them. But uh yeah, probably, yeah, any, any if anything's got their names on it, I'm probably, I mean, I reckon.
1: No, very good. I agree.
0: Um what about
1: film endings? What do you think is the film that has the best? ending
0: yeah love love like i said love a good revenge film so inglorious bastards the way that the way that film finishes sensational once upon a time in hollywood was one of the craziest endings to a movie yeah and it was funny because that just seemed odd that movie just seemed to idle along for two and a half hours or whatever it was and then yeah there was like eight minutes or whatever it was at the end where you're just like what the fuck (laughs) is going on here brilliant (laughs) um and what is the one i'm trying to think of gone girl i think the ending of gone girl yeah uh like the back end of that movie because that was another one that i hadn't seen until not long ago and i I remember i watched that and the way that neil patrick harris met his end there that I was like, holy fucking dude. Yeah. Like, that's is, like this that's like, what... like
1: halfway through too, actually. Where he Oh is it? Yeah, you right. no, sorry. You're and you're right, like, yeah. Oh my god, there's still like another half a movie to yeah. go. And yeah. And then they end like, up that's just, a good one though.
0: They end up just staying together. Like he yeah. just like yeah. absolute madness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he like
1: goes to do yeah, he goes to do the interview with the lady <laughs> that, <laughs> that called him the biggest piece of shit in America. <laughs> and she's just like, Oh well, you know, it's news. Like yeah. and doesn't even say sorry. Like I was like And then they
0: just move on and yeah play happy family and yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one, actually. Yeah, i haven't thought
1: about that. All right, we've come up to your your feature film now, which is
0: your favourite film, which is? It is Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight Rises. Theatricality and deception. Powerful agents to the uninitiated. But we are initiated, aren't we, Bruce? Members of the League of Shadows.
1: (coughs) And you betrayed us. Yes, Yes. you were executed by a gang of psychopaths.
0: (coughs) I am
1: the League of Shadows. I am here to fulfill Razagul's destiny.
0: Tough one. I I loved um what was the title of the one before with Heath Ledger? Just in The it? Dark Knight. Just The Dark yeah. Knight. Lo- yeah. Like like love both those movies. Um and I remember seeing The Dark Knight at the film and it was Did Ledger pass away just before it came out or around when it came out? I think before it even came out. So we'd finished all his stuff and then
1: never saw the actual Yeah. Result.
0: And I remember and it's the bad guys in those two movies that that I love. So obviously Bane Tom Hardy is Bane in, yeah. in the Dark Knight Rises and, and Heath Ledger's Joker as well. But I remember, I remember seeing that in the movies. And I think it was obviously more impactful too, because Ledger just passed away. And one of the last scenes you see of him is he's just sort of swinging there, cackling madly and um, just, just great. But yeah, Dark Knight Rises, brilliant film. Um, Batman's broken and, and busted and, um, Christian Bale's just a, he's a monster, like, he's, he's a, he's a legend, Um, just so dark, like, I love, I'm re- that's another one, I can't wait for this new Batman to come out, I'm, I'm yeah. really, really excited, it's really cool, that's just it? Yeah. The, the, like, they're just dark, like, he's, yeah, he's, he's busted, and, and you've got bane like tom hardy's just all fucking ruined up and, and and then the the way that movie's kind of almost like it's a commentary on i don't know if it was around when the global financial crisis was happening or whatever but it's a, it's almost like there's a bit of there's a good bit of social commentary going on through it as well with your yeah. with your classes and and you know the, the the poor overthrowing the rich and i really like that kind of that kind of subtext that sort of runs through it as well um, as well as the fact that there's just there's fucking like a lot of a lot of really awesome action and, and characters and you know the bad guy nearly wins and and then does batman die at the end like all, all that kind of stuff i think it's uh
1: what do you think is the ending of that and yeah so he obviously uh you see him um and in the cafe yeah he leaves to Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character, what do you think happens?
0: Yeah, don't, like, and again, I've gone down the YouTube rabbit hole <laughs> a few times trying to trying to find out. And you know, they said was it just like Alfred's fantasy? Is Alfred just kind yeah. of picturing him there, or, or you know, and that was obviously he'd explained earlier in the movie that he he had that dream. You know, that, that he'd see him in the cafe and he'd just sort of give him a smile and walk away. I'm inclined to think that. That's what it is. That it is just Alfred's fantasy, and he actually did die. Yeah. But then, but then, what's the bit? Because doesn't he say that the autopilot was disabled or it was fixed? I can't remember what. I think he says it was uh, fixed. It was when fixed. Found it. So, or it wasn't,
1: or, was or it was engaged or something like that. So, it, yeah, it, it alludes that he it potentially flew itself with the bomb away. Yeah, and he got away, pilot. And, yeah,
0: and uh, and again, like I'd love to see, like because obviously Robin finds the the bat cave at the end and. Like yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and they, you know, they just they leave it open, which I which I like too. I like that you yeah. you left you definitely want more, like, and that's why yeah. this new one with Rob Pattinson that they're making, and that looks darker again. Like this looks like it'll be really, really sort of heavy. Um, and I think that's yeah. I, I love that stuff. I think it's I think it's gonna be really good. But yeah, it's not like your classic sort of superhero movie. I think that's that's why I like it as well. It's uh yeah, really really good, really good. It film. is.
1: I looked up a few for this one. This one came out when I was working at the cinema, but it was also it had that really unfortunate opening weekend in the states where that someone shot up the cinema. Up the didn't cinema. I? Yeah,
0: fuck oh, hell, which. I
1: but the, it, it, the film ended up hanging around for a really long time because I think initially it, it kind of probably scared people away, but, you know,
0: yeah. it, it
1: was just one of those things that happened in America. On, on yeah. Days, so.
0: uh, unfortunately, not uh, not all that uncommon over there, but, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: No, we'll go into some happier stuff. I, I looked up a few little uh, trivia pieces about this one. In the... Uh, the cave where batman and bane have the fight where bane breaks batman's back uh bane's footsteps uh are are produced as a really loud heavy um heavy thuds but batman's are portrayed as really quiet and stealth-like um which is to contrast their two different uh styles of fighting which i did not notice and then quickly pulled up on youtube and i was like oh my god like yeah, so much of this just goes over people's like, yeah, including mine heads, but like it totally sells the whole. Well, that's threatening, and, and it's the
0: it's the like- effort it's the effort and the detail that they go to to position you and to yeah. to. To tell the story, to 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 you know, make their characters look like this or that. Yeah. And it's all these things that the the, the effort, like the 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 post production and stuff that goes yeah. into something like that, that we wouldn't even fucking notice unless you read about it. And then all of a sudden you read it and you go, Oh my God. And but you didn't even know, like you've subconsciously been positioned this way. And it's not until you read something like that. I love that stuff. I love it. Yeah. It's it's brilliant. It's awesome. Yeah.
1: During uh, the production, when it was done in Pittsburgh, a local man was arrested for trying to steal an unmarked police car. Uh, (laughs) He said he was an actor and the crime was actually a scene uh, (laughs) for the movie. And a local newspaper ran a story saying like, like Batman, car thief story does not fly. (laughs) 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 Which which I think is ridiculous. That's great. uh, Yeah. And also this Batman is the only one in all of Batman films where the final battle takes place uh, during daylight at dawn. Ah. Where well, every other one, if you think, is taking place at night. So the if yep. Batman Begins is at night in the city. Yep. The end of The Dark Knight is, like yeah, you were just saying, he's hanging upside down over the harbour, which I thought was absolutely crazy. And they have that um,
0: huge, all the police and uh, all the all the prisoners, it's, it's just in the afternoon. Just Yeah. Just, <laughs> just get into it, boys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it's, uh, interesting. Very interesting. It's Yeah.
1: All right. I've got two more for you. First one is what what do you think is the what film are you most looking forward to between now and the end of the year? Provided we can probably go to the cinema. Yeah. Yeah, I think
0: that's yeah, that's a that's a very vague question, isn't it? But yeah, so I don't know what the release date on it is, but the the new the Batman with with Robert Pattinson. I think it might be next year, even. I'm not sure. I think it might be next year, too. Um, that's that's like I've like when that trailer came out, it just looks like I said, like it's so dark, like you've got the Riddler, and it looks like it's it's going to be fucking really good. Pattinson looks traumatized and pale, and um, but like there's that bit where he like flogs that. He builds that bloke. He goes Dude, like a, yeah, it yes. looks like he's like, he's going to go a lot further than Batman normally does. Like it yeah. looks like it's going to be some proper street justice. So yeah, I don't know. It's probably not coming out this year, but I'm really, really can't wait to see that. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Very good.
1: Um, so the final one I've got for you is I've used one of your top four favorite films and I've intentionally picked a terrible one star review of it but I've removed the title of it. So I want you to guess what the film is and then I want you to defend it from this one-star review, okay? This is genius. Yeah, hit me. Okay. All right, so the title of the review, Terrible Waste of Money and Time. The entire film was worthless. My wife and I both regret that we didn't get up and walk out at the first indication of what this film was really going to be about, which is still hard to determine since the first, uh, since it was such a ridiculous storyline. Blood, guts and violence seemed to be the only real theme, uh, but we kept hoping there'd be something redeeming just around the corner. Unfortunately, there wasn't because, it, <clears throat> because there wasn't anything that made sense. We along with a lot of other people in the audience, walked out of the theater muttering, that was disgusting. Waste of time, I should have walked out. Where was the comedy? This was pathetic, etc. Uh, it actually made us, the audience voice our disgust and feel that <clears throat> and the feeling that we had just been thoroughly ripped off. Uh, the only thing of merit in this film was the costuming and the acting ability of almost everyone in the film There just wasn't a plot or a script worthy of anyone's talents here I rate this film one because there isn't a zero. I can't quite understand how anyone would rate this higher than a zero. <laughs> what film of yours do you think that is? And can you defend it from this one star review?
0: Wow. So they've taken a bit of time with that one star review, haven't they? I I that
1: think... was posted in uh,
0: 2009. Okay. Oh, nine. I don't remember when it came out. I've got a feeling because they're talking about the violence and the costumes. I want to say they're talking about Inglourious Bastards. Yeah, that is the one they're talking about. When we're talking about... So this person's an idiot for several reasons. When you're talking about... They had issues with the plot. Well, they, they obviously weren't watching it. You're talking about redeeming qualities. This, Tarantino rewrote history with this movie. He got revenge for the Holocaust. Hitler got it. The, the Third Reich was brought down. If that's not a redeeming quality for you... You're a Nazi sympathizer, mate. That's That's If the, I'm sorry, mate. The the film is about redemption. Like are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm sorry. Good. And you talk yeah. you talk about superstar Christoph Waltz, Brad Pitt. It's a Tarantino movie. Like what does this? Per- what do you want? I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, I agree. Yeah. That's yeah. a good one. That-
1: that's awesome thank you, you so cool. much Josh for coming on I really <laughs> appreciate it mate
0: oh, I thoroughly <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed that that was a lot of fun mate that, that, was, that was a lot of fun You, uh, I hope you keep doing these mate De- definitely keep doing them because that's uh, thank you that's a lot of fun have me back on I'd lo- absolutely I'd love to come back we will to we'll do it again movies. sometime
1: uh, where can uh, people find you if they want to search the, the Daily Blue right
0: yeah so I have a satirical news publication it's a rip off of the Batuta Advocate but if you want to have a look at it it is called The Daily Blue so I think just daily blue news on Instagram and Facebook. Um and we have a website that I barely update, so don't worry about that. But uh yeah, so yeah, go check it out. So it's a bit of fun. Perfect.
1: The film reviews are coming soon, I assume, right? The 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 redemption of ring glorious bastards can do you know what you've just given
0: me if you've just given me an idea for some content. We could do a um we could do a daily blue film review and just do like a really (laughs) like a really uh like a really crude film review, <laughs> just of like you could do all the classics and just hammer them. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually. I'll get you on as a critic. That's actually right. not a bad idea.
1: Very good. We'll look yeah. forward to those. I appreciate you coming on, man. Thanks so much. I really Balls. appreciate
0: it. Absolute pleasure, mate. Had a ball. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bottomless Popcorn. For bonus content, news, and upcoming guests, follow us on Instagram at Bottomless Popcorn Pod. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at bottomlesspopcornpod at gmail.com and be sure to leave a review of your own favorite film wherever you listen to podcasts.